Hello, and welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about the value of balancing discomfort. Hey, Shannon, how you doing? I'm all right. How are you? (laughs) This is the time in the podcast where you usually say, I'm great. (laughs) <laughs> but <laughs> things don't feel great, do they? No, they don't. Yeah. They don't. Um, no. Yeah, it's a. It's these last few months have been interesting to, you know, keep having our, I don't know, sort of having our baseline be shifting regularly. Yeah. And yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, and sort of, you know, obviously we're experiencing this personally, like, you know, how I'm feeling day to day is changing and also sort of knowing how to respond to the greater events in the world is difficult. Right. And the greater events of the world just keep intensifying. Yes. And I feel like, and my feelings keep intensifying and yeah, it's not, um, it's not very comfortable. No, which is how we came to decide to talk about balancing discomfort today. Right. Yeah, I'm hopeful that we can. We've, you and I have had some conversations before we started recording that I, that I, I found beneficial. So I'm hopeful that we'll be able to, others will find them beneficial as well. Yeah. And, and the thing I want to start with for sure is that... Um, while I feel like I have, I am not racist. I have recently really realized how that's not enough, and how it's also not really true because I'm blind to most racism. And in the video we shared last week, um, in our in the show notes. Uh, last week that explains very well about how racist has been defined in such a way that it's difficult to admit that you have racist behavior whether you know about it or not Mm -hmm. and um so yeah i'm i'm learning and i'm gonna be making mistakes and uh, I continue to try to learn more and do better. Right. I mean, that's the, I think that's a big, uh, what, not aha moment, but uh, just, it's an, an important realization. And that video, I've, I'm so glad that you shared that video with me and that we shared it because it was really important to watch and very insightful about how regardless of how we have viewed ourselves in terms of being racist or not 
we can't help but be racist, and it's up to us to recognize and figure figure this out, right? Figure out what right. we can do. Right, right, and to actively be anti-racist. Um, right. Yeah, which is a very different thing than, you know, just feeling like I'm I'm not a racist. Right. Yeah, it's a definitely an active versus passive thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so and uh, yeah, one of the things we talked about is like it's uncomfortable to talk about this stuff and it's uncomfortable to sort of figure out at least for me, I feel uncomfortable like what's my role in this? How can I make a difference? Mm-hmm. Um, and in one of the things I'm trying to do, which, you know, we're doing with this podcast last week and this week in particular, but, you know, I think we're always trying to do it in general is to help people see a different way of thinking. To, mm-hmm. to encourage people to look at things from a different perspective to, you know, hear things a different way to, you know, try out feeling differently about something, being more open to, to a different way of, of experiencing something. Right. And, and that doesn't mean necessarily being confrontational or being, um, aggressive in your language around that um but it doesn't but it does mean speaking up when you see uh thing when you read or hear things that um could benefit from being pointed out (laughs) perhaps right yeah yeah Uh, and it's tricky yeah it is i shared an example with you of something that happened on social media this morning where uh, someone made the comment um, that our country, the U.S., and is, um, let me find it here so I'm not sort of speaking out of turn. Um, uh, they made, in response to... Um, uh, a post about understanding why there are protests and rioting happening right now. Um, this person commented that our country was built on fighting for what was right morally. And m- maybe a year ago, I wouldn't have, that wouldn't have meant, I mean, that wouldn't have paused at that phrase like I, I might not have even had another thought about that phrase it might not have stopped me but when I read it today I realized that that's part of our institutionalized race, racism yes and so and I felt go ahead oh I was going to say Please share the phraseology that you started your response with because I thought it was so valuable. Well, so this is a person, I don't know him. He's um, 
a friend of a friend and uh, I just said, hey, I don't know you and I'm going to assume you're saying this from a well-meaning place. However, would you be opening, would you be open to examining what you said a little more closely? Yeah. And then I shared what I, how I thought that that could be interpreted. Um, that, you know, the, the, reality of how our country was founded and that you know it was founded on taking over this land from indigenous people and it was founded on enslaving a race of people and and um you know that to even if this isn't what he meant saying it was founded uh, for fighting for what was right morally that's what he's implying is that that is morally right and so so you were trying to open his eyes to that right and and i'm happy to say that he he responded and it and we didn't have a fight we had a reasonable discussion and a lot of times i do this not necessarily for the person that I'm commenting on, but for the other people reading it Mm -hmm. and feel like if I can help one person see a different way of, of experiencing that comment or that thought, you know, it's such a, it's, it's such an easy, I don't know. It's such a, uh, I want to say it's like a gimme. It's a, um, it's just sort of drummed into us. Like, you know, our country was founded on these principles and they're good. And, and, um, and maybe that's not necessarily true. It's mm-hmm. worth checking out. <laughs> right. It's worth checking out. Yeah. And, and, and phrasing it in such a way that his, he's not going to get defensive um, and immediately close you off, close off what you have to say. Or uh, also, I think the kindness in the phraseology helped anybody else reading it be open to your message as well. So um, to me, no, well, there's no one right way to do the, any, any of this stuff. Right. To me, that's a great example of taking action and um, letting your discomfort um, work toward uh, making things better. Yes. Yeah. And I, and I think, too, it's important, you know, the difference between I think this is a well-meaning person who is, um, who is unaware that the point he is making is part of the problem, um, uh, that, that I think that it's part of the problem. And, um, and that would be very different than if I encountered someone who... I felt was making a blatantly racist statement. Right. Yeah. Good distinction. Um, yeah. But I, I think the other thing, and and I, that this is sort of where we started with this, is that this is hard stuff. It's emotionally challenging. It's. Um, it's hard to know what the right thing to do is. Right. And it's hard. It's hard, It would be hard on its own. Um, 
it was hard here in St. Louis in 2014 when we had all the protests and everything happening in Ferguson and the mm-hmm. standoffs with the police and so forth. But layered on top of a 10 weeks uh, or more of constant stress about our health and our, our economy. Um, and uh, it's just, it's just un- unbelievably difficult, I think. Right. And, and it's, it's so easy to just like want to go to bed and pull my covers over the he- my head and that's and c- come out in a few months. Yeah. Um, but feeling like I can do something, not feeling completely helpless, is really helpful to me anyway. Um, so a com- this conversation about what we what we can do within our in our own day to day lives, I think, is really helpful. It's, it's it's certainly worth thinking about and discussing. I think. Yeah, absolutely. And just as a reminder it, for our listeners, if you didn't check out the show notes last week, um, definitely do that. We've posted links to resources for learning about um, anti-racism, learning about the institutionalized racism in our system, and also about what you can do. Um, There's a lot of really good resources there, and I think there's a place to start for anybody, regardless of where they are on sort of on that path. Mm -hmm. The other thing to consider is that we also need to take care of ourselves. And so getting uh, overwhelmed by any of this, whether it's just, you know, pain, but like watching too much news or going to too many protests or exposing yourself unnecessarily to coronavirus or, you know, wherever you are sort of on the spectrum, like doing too much is not helpful either. Right. Yeah. And finding that balance of, of being aware and part of society uh, versus mm-hmm. um, taking in so much that you're depressed or anxious or not being a- not able to function. That finding that balance is tough for me. It's it's changes day to day, and and I've had a few days where I completely was off social media and news media, and I gotta say those days were less stressful. However, yes. <laughs> it, it, not knowing something's true doesn't mean it's not true. So it's important. I, I feel it's important to know what's going on. So um, I've been trying to sort of figure out a good way to um, like dip into it periodically throughout the day and not let it take over my day. Because I've had a, a couple of days where it took over the day, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, and those weren't good days. Yeah. And I definitely think my day was headed in that direction had we not um, had this recording session <laughs> for the podcast. Oh, that you were scheduled. having one of those days? <laughs> I was like, yeah. okay, I got to pull away from this before this goes bad. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's this is sort of a funny metaphor, but I'm thinking about the difference between productive discomfort and um, debilitating pain. And I'm thinking about it in terms of, you know, one of the metaphors I always use, which is training for a marathon. Like it's uncomfortable 
to run long distances and that shouldn't stop you if on the other hand you're in great pain that should stop you um so Mm -hmm. you know thinking about like what i'm doing for myself is like if it if something feels a little uncomfortable that's an okay thing to do if i'm doing something that just feels incredibly painful like there are videos that i'm not watching mm-hmm. um you know or there are videos that i have seen and wish i hadn't seen um which also speaks to the privilege that i have that i can try to mitigate the painfulness of the situation by turning away from it um, right so I'm trying to find the balance of sort of taking care of my nervous system, my emotions, my brain, my heart, and still taking action. Yeah, it's a tricky thing. And it's, it's, a, it's something I think that takes some conscious effort. And, yeah. And yeah, being mindful of it um, and figuring it out for yourself. Because uh, we're all different, and and we're all, and the answer today might be different from the answer tomorrow. Um, and taking yes. a big break, I think, it sometimes is perfectly good. <laughs> uh, right. But um, yeah. Right. And, and there it, isn't and any right way to. I wish we had a prescription, right? Wouldn't that be nice? I know. If, we, if uh, we could offer some <laughs> easy to take <laughs> advice. Yeah. Here's a blueprint for how to do this. Right. <laughs> yeah. Here's a blueprint for becoming anti-racist in three easy steps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, but it but you make a really good point in that there's no right way to do this and what feels right today may not feel right for you tomorrow. So mm-hmm. it's really about um getting conscious about where your discomfort is and how you can sort of push against those boundaries a bit in a way that allows you to keep pushing, you know, in a way that allows you to keep training for the marathon instead of getting hurt and overwhelmed and in so much pain that you can't do anything. Right. Yeah. And having grace toward others, because we don't know what they're going through. We're, you know, every, everybody. I, it, it's right. hard to have uh, to cut everybody slack, but to the extent <laughs> that you can, I think it's a it's a uh, good thing to consider doing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So we want to hear from you, our listeners. How are you balancing your discomfort? How are you managing? Um, being aware and informed with taking care of yourself. Uh, You can let us know on social media, on Facebook and Instagram, we're at Getting to Good Enough. On Twitter, we're GTG Enough. And we would always love to hear your voice at 413-424-GTGE. That's 4843. Uh, But for now... This is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. 
and we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. I think my next step is to buy some books, start reading. Good idea. <laughs>